Hello and welcome to this episode of The Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, love, sex, and relationship expert and founder of The Magnetic Woman. Thank you so much for tuning back in this week for this episode, which is all about The Magnetic Woman's Mindset. So as always, this episode is geared mainly towards women, but guys, I know you'll get a lot out of this one too because it is about mindset. So there is so much information out there when it comes to mindset. And when I first started to dip my toes in or jump in to the realm of self-development, this idea of mindset was something that was so foreign to me. So one of the basic beliefs that I have really come to adopt and live by is that everything is happening for me and not to me. But if you would have told me seven, eight years ago that this was going to be a main belief of mine, I would have probably laughed in your face because I was in a space, which I think most people are, where you are reacting to what is happening in your life. And you don't realize how much power you truly have to create the reality that you desire. Now, that does not mean that when really awful things happen to you, like the loss of a loved one, a breakup, a divorce, the loss of a job, that you were actively creating that in the sense of, I think sometimes the lines can get a little blurred here where, especially with like the loss of, of a loved one, a death, you can be like, how, why would I ever create that? Like, why would I ever want that? Right. Um, and, but I believe that on a deeper spiritual level, anything and everything in your life can be used for your own growth. So let's break down this mindset piece a little bit more. And I think especially with everything that's happening in the world right now, this can be really, really helpful for you guys. So one of my favorite and like first introductions into the realm of mindset and still one of my all-time favorite books is The Game of Life and How to Play It, Florence Scovel Shin. This book is amazing, right? At leveraging the laws of the universe and really capitalizing on your mind. So first we have to understand we have our subconscious mind and our conscious mind. So, so many of those thoughts that are swirling around in your head all the time are your conscious mind, right? And your subconscious mind, however, is responsible for, I've seen numbers from 80 to 95% of your reality is from your beliefs, stories, and frameworks of identity that you have running in your subconscious mind. And the reality is that the majority of our beliefs are like stories, and especially things that we are probably limiting us, we created or picked up in childhood, so from zero to seven years old, because at that time you're just like walking around as an open subconscious mind. 
And because you don't have a prefrontal cortex, so this higher level thought, you interpret things to mean things about you. So what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, you grew up in a home where maybe you were emotionally neglected. But because you are dependent on your caretakers to survive, and you don't have higher level thinking and processing at that point, what ends up happening is as a little kid, you take this feeling of neglect and you internalize it. You make it mean something about you because that registers as more safe inside of your nervous system than the reality that these caretakers that you are dependent on are not truly able to take care of you. So this is where a lot of women especially will get the beliefs that I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, I'm not lovable, my emotions aren't able to be met. And so what happens, again, if you're in that situation, for the example that I gave, so you feel emotionally neglected and you make that mean, oh, I'm too much, my emotions are too much. And then therefore you have this belief running in your subconscious and your mind will never make your subconscious a liar. And what that means is your mind is going to look for proof to justify that belief. This is why things like just saying mantras all day, every day, oftentimes aren't as effective as really looking at what's the underlying belief. So Again, for example, in that situation, if a woman's like, I want to feel loved for fully who I am, but they have a belief that my emotions are too much, they could walk around all day saying, I have the love of my life, I have the love of my life, I have the love of my life, and they'll probably attract someone in who actually is going to prove to them that their emotions are too much. Is this making sense? So... One of the things that I always start my clients off with, and whenever I run courses or programs, we really dive into mindset work first. Because again, if you have beliefs and stories running in your subconscious mind about what you're able to have, what certain things mean, what will happen to you if you have said certain things, it's going to be near impossible to actually create what you want to create if those limiting beliefs and limiting stories are still active in your subconscious mind. So there's going to feel like this inner conflict or inner um, back and forth where you want to have success or you want to have this amazing relationship, but underneath it all, you have a belief that you're not worthy or deserving of love. And on the note of not being worthy, there this is something that I see I would say in just about every single woman, I hate to use um, definitive qualifiers like every woman or no one. So I'm just going to go ahead and say just about every single woman has a very deep-seated belief that I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, I'm not enough. And to me, they're three different shades of the same color. And that color is this very deep patriarchal wounding that women and the feminine are worth less or are not as good as men and the masculine. So this is a belief that 
you more than likely have A, picked up just generationally being passed down, and B, picked up from culture, society, religion. So it sometimes doesn't matter if in your home that isn't what it felt like when the culture at large has that overarching feeling. And again, going back to as a young child, when you are in this very absorbing space, right, from zero to seven years old, which is when we create the majority of our belief system, when you're that young, you are completely and utterly dependent on your caretakers and the world around you, right? And so you have to, in your nervous system, in your mind, believe that you are safe. Because if you were not, in fact, safe in those situations, which many children are not, it becomes way too overwhelming for the nervous system. This is why we see women repeating patterns of maybe choosing men who are abusive because their father was abusive, because their nervous system regulated that experience to be safe and to be normal. Right. And so the, the idea of mindset work, it's so deep and so profound. So when I start working with a client or have someone in one of my programs, I begin to ask them, like, what, what do you believe about this consciously? Like what is running through your head? Another huge area that women struggle with is money. A lot of people struggle with money, right? But feeling abundant or safe and secure with money. So you might have the story consciously running that I never have enough money, money's always tight, I always freak out when a bill comes. And what happens, again, your mind needs to prove that to be true. So then it will start to seek out ways that that is true. So if you believe, oh, I never have enough money, then you're gonna want something that you don't active, actually have the cash for. And then you're gonna feel and justify that belief, oh, I never have enough money. And so, Start to look at what are you telling yourself regularly? What is running through your mind? And then you can begin to dive in deeper and deeper. And what is under that? And what is under that? Or one of my other favorite, favorite questions, get out your journals, ladies, get out a notebook. What do I make that mean? Because here's the thing, nothing in our reality has a meaning until we assign it one. Right? So when it comes to dating and relationships, if someone isn't interested, oftentimes women internalize that to mean I'm not enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'll never find love, I'll never have the relationship that I desire. When in reality, a breakup or someone not being interested in you doesn't necessarily mean any of those things. It only means those things because you've assigned those meanings. Another thing to really understand and realize that we have three needs as humans. We need to feel safe, right, in our entire system. We need to feel safe, we need to feel loved, and we need to feel like we belong. And this belonging piece is especially important for women because with so much of the work that I've done with women and even work that I have gone through myself, being afraid that you won't be liked or that you won't belong is a really deep-seated fear, more so for women. And that's for two, reason, two reasons. 
one, the feminine is much more about the collective. And two, back in cavemen times, we needed to be in a community in order to be safe, or we needed someone else there, ideally a man, to fight off the lion if the lion was coming after us, right? So this fear that I won't be liked or accepted can register in your nervous system on a subconscious level as I may die, right? That's why if you've ever been in a situation and something has happened and you've been triggered or an emotional response has been elicited that seems way like off the charts compared to what is happening, that is really an indication of an opportunity to do deeper healing work on either what that belief is or what that trauma is, right? So when it comes to doing mindset work, I wish it would be as often as I could just write out 10 mantras and say them over and over again and create my reality. And to a degree that can be true, but oftentimes the ways in which we don't have what we want right now is because there is a deeper belief, deeper fear, deeper story, or even unhealed trauma that is blocking us from having that thing. The other thing to remember and realize is this mindset work, it's a process. It's, a, it's an ongoing, albeit daily process, especially if you're trying to change something significant in your life. And as you begin to explore what are these deeper beliefs that you have, what are these deeper stories, and even what are the deeper traumas that need to be healed and actually moved out of your nervous system, because again, trauma and emotion stays in your cells and in your nervous system until you actively move it out of your body. Now, there's a lot of trauma release techniques that do not force you to relive or re-experience the trauma. So in so much of the work that I do with my clients, breath work is one of my all-time favorite techniques to use with women because when you regulate your breathing, and you over-oxygenate your body, you end up opening up your nervous system to release emotions, fears, pains, memories, traumas, without reliving them, without re-traumatizing yourself. So there's an element of instant integration that occurs, and it is so powerful and so profound. And if you happen to listen to my last episode all about sex, then you have heard some of this before about trauma. And if you haven't, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But the reality is every single person walking around has traumatic experiences in their lives. And unfortunately, most people only see trauma as these very severe experiences, war rape, murder, right? Like maybe a, a very significant, severe health crisis. So yes, of course, those are trauma. And if you were in a situation where your nervous system went into the stress response of flight, 
fight or freeze, that registers as trauma in your body. And your body is going to look for ways for you to complete that cycle, for you to move that energy through your body. One of the best examples I remember hearing about completing that stress cycle is if you imagine like a deer and it got hit by a car and was still alive, was not seriously injured, it would get up and shake. It shakes the trauma out of its body and continues on its way. Humans are the only animal, mammal, that does not complete a stress response in the moment. So what ends up happening is throughout your lifetime, you have all of this, these stress responses that have not been completed, unhealed trauma, limiting beliefs and stories, identity frameworks about who you are or what you can and can't have inside your body. And so you're sitting there saying to yourself, I've met the love of my life. I've met the love of my life. I've met the love of my life. But your body is not online with that. Your subconscious mind is not online with that because you have this belief that you're not truly lovable because you have unhealed trauma of, you know, a past relationship or your one of your parents leaving or dying or feeling emotionally abandoned in childhood. Um, and then you have, right, this identity that a woman who is successful in her career can never have love. So, you, you know, there's so many layers to this. And without getting too overwhelmed right now, that's why having a simple and guiding belief like everything is happening for me and not to me allows me allows you to feel more empowered in a situation versus reacting to something happening to you, which puts you in a disempowered experience of there's this thing I have no control over and now I have to scramble to react. But if something is happening in your life that you don't like, ask yourself, how is this happening for me? And before you get too pissed off at me and too frustrated, it can be a deeper lesson. It can be a deeper opportunity for you to heal wounding, trauma, belief systems, right? So sometimes it's not always like, I have so many entrepreneurs that follow me and listen to this show. So if a client doesn't sign up, sometimes it's not always as simple as, well, there must be a better one. That is true, yes. Same thing for when you're dating, right? Okay, didn't work out with this guy. How's this happening for me? Oh, my guy must still be out there. Yes, definitely. Sometimes it is that simple. And sometimes it is, how is this happening for me? Well, it's happening for me because I realized I wasn't completely honest in that interaction with him. I didn't tell him how much I wanted to be married and have children in the life that I desired. So this is an opportunity for me to look at, why didn't I do that? Okay, why didn't I do that? What was I afraid would happen? I was afraid he wouldn't like me. Like me. What would that mean? That might mean that I'll never find anybody who likes me. Great. What does that mean? That might mean that I'll be alone forever, right? So you can see how it, you can trace things back to really deep levels and look at things. Is this true? Is this ultimately true? If this one guy doesn't like me, will I be alone forever? No, 
okay, wow, so what can I choose differently? How can I create a different reality moving forward? So again, when you, when you come into this magnetic woman community, when you begin to step more fully into being the magnetic woman of your own life, mindset is the base of your system, right? Mindset is, is the base of everything. So I can talk to you all day long about having amazing sex or mind-blowing orgasms or living from a space of turn-on and pleasure, but if you have a subconscious belief that a woman who is sexually alive will die and burn in hell, you're not, you could do everything I tell you to do and you'll never feel the way you want to feel or experience what you want to experience because this belief is going to try and keep you safe. Again, we, the majority of all beliefs, limiting beliefs, limiting decisions, limiting stories, come back to your subconscious mind, your nervous system, your emotions, trying to keep you safe trying to keep you connected to others and trying to keep you connected to a sense of love. So connected to others, right? So most of the time when I work with women, what ends up coming up is there, there might be a fear, you know, of, uh, if I'm so successful, I'll be alone forever. Right? So the, again, this fear that I won't belong, that I won't be loved. And that is what we need in our nervous system, in our subconscious, consciously to allow ourselves to thrive. However, we have so many experiences, so many emotions, so much unhealed trauma, all this stuff, right, that is keeping us in a space of survival. And so this idea of thriving feels threatening because anything that is outside of the reality of what's happening now, the subconscious mind, the ego can see as a threat and a potential death, right? So when I work with women, and this will be a whole other podcast episode, I teach them how to resource feelings, emotions, states of being inside their body so that you create a sense of safety within yourself. We've been taught to seek safety out from everywhere else. And this is a reason right now during COVID-19, so many people, even though you might physically be safe, don't feel safe because everything outside of you right now doesn't feel safe. And you haven't cultivated that sense of certain safety inside of yourself. Or when you're out dating and you are meeting guy after guy after guy and it's not working and you're terrified that you'll never have love, it's because you haven't cultivated this sense of deep and unwavering, unconditional love within yourself that you can always come back to. So as you begin to work on your mindset and create resources within yourself, you create this ecosystem in your nervous system, mentally, emotionally, that actually is the foundation to support you to thrive, right? And I think right now in our, our culture is so obsessed with like instant gratification, instant transformation, so much in like the bro, bro shit marketing out there for coaching. It's like, how I went from $0 to a million dollars in a month, how I went from this weight to this weight in a week, right? 
And the truth is that creating the life you want, yes, of course, you can have quantum leaps, you can have profound changes, and it's a journey, and it's something that you commit to. I truly believe that when I made the decision, I made it unconsciously when my dad died, right? So if you listen to episode one, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, go back and listen to episode one. But after my dad passed away, within like a month or two when I put myself into grief counseling, I sat across from the woman and I said, I only want this experience to make me a better person. So something deep within me had already made that decision that that's how I was going to live. And then I consciously made that choice as well, probably within that next year that I was going to look at everything as happening for me, as an opportunity for me, as for my highest good. And it really puts you actually more in a space of feeling in control and empowered than in a space of reacting and victim. So that was a lot around mindset. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you're wondering where to start right now, just start writing down what goes through your head on a regular basis and begin to dive into those deeper. If you want more information on how to be the magnetic woman in your own life, make sure to go to themagneticwoman.com and pick up my free guide. And if you loved this podcast, which I'm sure you did, make sure to subscribe to my channel, rate it and review it. And I'll see you next week.